Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Now I've called this workout the best all-round workout, not just to try and get people to watch the video, but also because I truly believe it is. You get a bit of everything in this workout, okay? You get slightly lower rate stuff, you get a little bit of mid-rate, and then you get a little bit of slightly higher rate workouts. What that does is it lets you work on your stroke rate, but it also gives you a really good variation of intensity, and because it's broken down into nine four-minute intervals, it means it just doesn't get that boring, okay? So you're always gonna be changing something up and it'll just keep things interesting. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna do nine four minute intervals with one minute rest in between. And we're gonna start off at 20 strokes a minute, then we're gonna go up to 24 strokes a minute, then 28, then back down to 24, then 20, then 24, 28, 24, 20. Do you get what I mean? So we're gonna get up and down in a kind of M shape almost, yeah, you know, paint it yourself. Anyway. And the point is that at the 20 strokes per minute, you will be doing around right about 2K plus 18 pace, or five out of 10 effort level. Then when you go up to the 24 strokes a minute, I want you to go run right about six seconds faster, okay? And then when you go up to the 28 strokes a minute, I want you to go another six seconds faster, and then reduce that as you go back down the other side. And that's how we could do today's row, all right? So, as always, let's start off with our four minute warm up. Now, we always set up our machine first and we go to Drag Factor on the Concept 2 and make sure it's set where you want it to be. You'll notice today I've got mine ridiculously low. I'll explain more in today's row. Next up, go to your monitor and set it at eye height so you don't have to look up and you don't have to look down. And finally, the foot strap should cover a point where they'll either cover the bottom lace in your shoe or more importantly, they'll let you get to the front of the machine, shins vertical, comfortably without holding you back or without you shooting straight past when you're rowing. Okay, four minute warm up. We're going to do this at 18 strokes a minute and I'll just guide you through this. All right, here we go then in three, two, one, let's go. So effort level as we start this warm up is really just the same as if you were doing a body weight squat. So if you were just standing and doing a squat with no weight, that's really the amount of effort that you're putting into this row right now. And the point being, you're trying to just concentrate on your legs connecting with the machine. At the same point, your hands pick up the handle and connect with the flywheel. And once you've got that timing sorted, then you can start to think about adding in a little bit more pressure from your legs to try to take you closer to 2K plus 20 pace. Now what that means is if you were to row a two kilometer time trial, you take your final time divided by four, and that gives you your 
average 500 meter pace. And on the Concept 2 and some other machines, that's how I talk about speed. Is that you set the monitor to show your 500 meter current pace. And then when I say 2K plus 20, you go 20 seconds slower than your average 2K pace. Okay, one more stroke. And let's put one foot on the floor and continue rowing. So the point here is you're not really changing your stroke at all, apart from the fact you've only got one leg strapped in. It's just letting you concentrate on that push from the one leg. Really give it a chance to work. Change legs. Which if you have a imbalance between your two legs, this will really show it. So you favor your left leg over your right leg. You'll be feeling it right now. Okay, two more strokes here. One more. Let's put both feet in, straight legs, and then roll with your body and arms. Rock over your body, pull in your arms. Just hinging, swinging over your hips to pick up the flywheel and then pulling at the back of that swing. And then the reverse with the handle out then hinging forwards. One more. And roll to the front, straight legs, and push out from the front. Keep your arms straight. Did I say straight legs? I meant straight arms. <laughs> nice, straight arms. Forward lean, and just press out from the front. You don't have to worry about power here. This is about position. Not about power, it's holding that position as you connect with the flywheel. One more. Whoa, just. Apologies if I just said straight legs after rolling to the front. You'll have been sitting there going, how do I do that? <laughs> but maybe I didn't say that. Maybe I didn't say straight arms. Let's give me the benefit of the doubt. Anyway, keep moving up another rail, have a quick drink. I'll explain one more time what we're doing today, and that will hopefully give you enough time to punch it into the monitor. Just a quick reminder that these podcasts are taken from the videos that I host on YouTube. If you want to see what I'm doing rather than just listen, then check out Row Along on YouTube or head to rowalong.com. Okay then, so today's session is going to be nine four-minute intervals with one-minute rest in between. Now you can obviously program that into your monitor yourself or maybe you've used the ErgZone app. Either way, bear in mind that there's a small chance of a tiny delay as we both stop and start the intervals, but don't worry about it, just kind of roll along with me and it'll all be fine, okay? Your pace, you're going to start off the first one, 20 strokes per minute at 2k plus 18 pace, which works out around about a 5 out of 10 on the effort scale. 
And then for the 24 strokes a minute, I want you to go six seconds faster than that. And for the 28 strokes a minute, I want you to go six seconds faster than that. And obviously go slower as you go back down the other side. And so that's it really, we're just gonna go faster as we go faster, we're gonna go slower as we go slower. It's gonna be a great workout from a cardio point of view, from that base, uh, working out how to row 20 strokes a minute, and then from that kind of sprinty 28 strokes a minute as well. It's gonna be a great workout, and I'll talk the whole way through about technique and other stuff, and I'll try and keep you interested, motivated, but with these just being four minute chunks, you should really, feel like you're just taking little snacks of effort here and then that one minute rest will reset you ready to go to the next one. So it's a great workout to do. It's one that I come back to over and over again. Right, so here we go then. First interval, four minutes, 20 strokes a minute at 2K plus 18 pace. Here we go then in three, two, one, let's go. So one stroke every three seconds. If you're watching this on the video, then you can obviously see when I'm rowing and just follow along with me. If you're listening to this on a podcast, then you can just hear the whoosh of the flywheel and follow along with that. Now, my flywheel is making a much whooshier noise than normal because I have reduced the drag factor right down on my machine. I've been progressively rowing with it higher and higher recently. And then I was watching one of the videos back looking at my technique and realized I'd fallen into that trap of swinging my back too early in the stroke because the drag factor was too high. So I was having to fight against it by swinging my back as the leg drive happened. So, as a way to try and cure that, I've dropped the drag factor right down to around about 110, where if I get it wrong and swing my back too soon, and lose the power transfer it really punishes me in terms of my pace because rowing is all about getting the power into the machine either as much as possible if you are sprinting or doing a time trial or as efficiently as possible if you're training or doing longer distance pieces. And this all starts with your leg drive 
because rowing is not a sport that is all about the arms. You may see rowers with massive upper bodies, but those upper bodies aren't the genesis of their power when they're rowing. Genesis? Yeah. The rowing stroke starts and is biggest from that push with the legs. So you push the machine away. Okay, three strokes to go, then we get a rest. Oh. I wonder if my top loading, that interval talking about my drag factor has skewed my chat about technique. I normally start straight into it. It's normally the first thing I say is, right, technique, posture, rah! Whereas this time I was talking about, but yeah, so you can see, well, if you're watching the video anyway, you can see it's all the way down at the bottom. We're down at, what, two and a half right now. Have a drink during these rest periods, it's still important, even though that was only four minutes and you might not feel like you worked hard, stay hydrated. All right, so next one, 24 strokes a minute, and I want you to go six seconds faster than you were just rowing at. In 10, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, go. Now the more astute of you will have realized that we're doing this at 2K plus 12 pace, which is pretty much my standard pace for 24 strokes a minute. But for those who maybe don't have a 2K pace, then it might be easier just to have said the 20 strokes a minute were at five out of 10 effort level. And then this one, you just go six seconds faster. And if nothing else, by the time we get up to 28 strokes a minute, if you overestimated your pace for the 20s, you're about to get exposed. <laughs> if that happens, don't worry about backing off if you have to. Just learn from that experience and recalibrate the pace that you think five out of ten is. Anyway, so leg drive. Come into the front, connect your feet into the foot plate and push. However, you kind of need to get that power from your legs through your body 
and into the handle because just pushing your legs on their own isn't going to do much so first things first make sure as you come into the front of the machine that your arms are straight and that you are leaning in towards the front of the machine and that body angle is what sets you up to be able to push out of the front with your legs and send that power into the machine it's almost like the beginning of a deadlift but then as the stroke continues it moves away from being like a deadlift the important part being still to always think about the start of the power being just about the legs you're not pulling with your arms yet two more strokes one more so I mean these four minute intervals are really nice digestible periods you row for four minutes you have a rest you row for four minutes you have a rest now the intensity is going up I mean my heart rate's up slightly my breathing's a bit more laboured so the next one will be tougher but then we go back down again afterwards remember to drink school teacher time not warm milk though cold water will do hated school days with the warm milk they used to give you give you back in my day back in my day all right next one coming up in five seconds four three two one let's go 28 strokes a minute so we're going at a increased stroke rate from before and with any luck you'll have naturally hit the right pace just because you've increased the stroke rate and that's part of the point of today's session is to show you how increasing and decreasing stroke rate links to your pace so you shouldn't really be feeling like you're having to do anything extraordinary 
to get your pace up to six seconds faster than before, you should just find that the extra shove you have to put in to the machine in order to row at a faster stroke rate has automatically resulted in your pace increasing and don't worry if this is a step up in intensity from the 24s like I said it's meant to be but then we recover on the way back down again and you get a whole minute's worth of rest keep that stroke rate going by pushing with the legs and then remember your recovery helps stroke rate two get that handle away and over your knees at the same rhythm you pulled it in at it's all about rhythm and flow after all okay 30 seconds it's a nice increase and intensity to really make you feel like today's session is worth it three two one oh. so this one minute recovery will feel a lot shorter and the other two because your body isn't going to recover quite as well before you get into the next interval but the good news is the next interview interview <laughs> what job have you come here for the next interval is slightly easier so have a drink So we're back down to 24 strokes a minute and go six seconds slower than you were just rowing at. Going in seven seconds. Five, four, three, two, one, go. So back to 
24 and one stroke every two and a half seconds but even if you feel just a little bit ragged after the last one try to hit your pace which should be round about 2k plus 12 remember getting to the front in that forward lean arms straight and hold that forward lean and straight arms as you drive with the legs and really if you can try to hold that forward lean at least until halfway through the leg drive before eventually swinging your back over your hips and finally pulling in your arms to a strong finish and that's important that you continue the force that you've been hanging off the handle at on the leg drive and finish strong with the arms squeeze your shoulder blades together send your elbows through your sides and just squeeze that last bit of power out of the machine now you may be more used to flaring your elbows out at the back it's up to you that's probably more of an on the water technique but if you are comfortable fast and not worried about injury then by all means flare out your elbows at the finish all right eight strokes to go five four push those legs finish that pace two last one
this is definitely what I would class as a mid-tier on my intensity pyramid. Get bottom, which is the constantly five out of 10. Then you get mid-tier, which is one where you have to push in order to finish, but you know you're gonna finish, you know you can finish. And then top is the kind of sprint, max ones where you just need to pray you're gonna finish. <laughs> Drink. All right, back down to 20 strokes a minute, six seconds slower, or run about 2K plus 18 pace. In six, five, four, three, two, one, go. Now I know I'm kind of going against my usual brand by trickling out technique advice but the advantage of doing nine intervals is that I can do it this way I can give you little morsels of technique advice that you take in through each interval rather than just unloading my entire spiel. Because, you know what, gets to three pieces of information maybe, for me, and I switch off. I need to go and bed in what I've learned so far, and anything on top of that kinda was in one ear and out the other. Because I'm too busy thinking, hang on, arms straight, yep. Body lean, yep. Legs push, yep. And then hold, yep. Hold, swing, yep. Hold, swing, finish. Ah. And then on the recovery, the pace I come in at with the handle, I send it straight back out at. In, out. In, out. And then the handle away is what triggers that forward lean. back into position so that by the time my lean is done, my hands are past my knees and all I need to do is bend my knees and I effortlessly slide to the front of the machine without needing to tug on the foot straps. In fact, I'll prove it. Hang on. Both feet out of the foot straps. I'm just using my momentum to 
take me forwards and it also means I have to get all the power from the leg drive, body swing and arms timed right because otherwise I'll go flying off the back of the machine it's a great way to strengthen your core when rowing is to take your feet out the straps because you really need core stability for that final stop at the back of the stroke three two one good job if you're going to try strapless rowing first off do it at the lower rates and secondly if you've not done it before rather than taking your feet out the straps like I just did just loosen them off enough that they're not holding your feet but also enough that if you're about to go flying off the back of the machine you can flick your feet up to stop yourself just for safety and then you'll learn stroke by stroke how to do it without flicking your feet drink right sorry that was a longer pause for my drink there right 24 strokes a minute coming up in 10 seconds six seconds faster than you just rode at in five four three two one go so get that pace up get your stroke rate up what you might find is that this is suddenly feeling a lot easier now that you've been through the pyramid the pyramid of power <laughs> Maybe that's what I should have called the row but let's have that as the hashtag at the end I usually throw out a hashtag at the end of my rows for you to use it's proof that you got to the end but hey I'll give you a wee halfway point today so if you're going to comment just leave hashtag pyramid of power and I'll know then that you are paying attention so hopefully your stroke rate and pace naturally followed each other again and one thing before getting into more technique in terms of body positions is another one about timing and that's the transition from the front of the machine so you go rolling forwards but try not to hold the position you get into 
for any real period of time because what's likely to happen is that because you're all compressed up like a spring at the front if you hold it your butt will scoot away from under you and you know it can be imperceptible when you're on the machine it's not until afterwards that you realise you're doing it and part of the reason that you'll have heard about not lifting your heels from some other YouTube online coaches is that if your heels are up and you pause at the front that's a real recipe for a butt scoot whereas if you can concentrate on compressing to get forwards instead of lifting your heels you should hopefully prevent it one more mm. back up to 28 for the second and last time next have a drink if you're not already wiggle your backside on the seat get comfortable Cassie Newman over at you can row too. It's a great one for saying, literally pick your butt off the seat, butt off the seat. She's a great one to hunt out if ever you're bored with me. Why would you be bored? Great advice from the You Can Row Two people. Right, 10 seconds to go. Going up to 28 and six seconds faster again. In five, four, Three, two, one, go. My monitor just did that hiccup thing, which is why I went five. So this is probably tougher to think about your in and then straight back out pace. Because you're at this higher stroke rate, your time percentage that you might be hovering at the front of the machine can be less so on this interval really just think about making sure to hold that forward lean with straight arms as you drive out I noticed myself slipping there 
and I dropped a couple of seconds pace which like I said in the first interval is a great clue for me for when I get this timing wrong should be a good tough interval this one but as long as you're sticking to your pace guide it shouldn't feel like you can't complete you just need to dig in and know that this interval only has one and a half minutes left to go so less than 40 strokes to go now so keep it up keep your stroke rate fast make sure to continue rocking forwards and backwards over your hips and try and keep a braced core at both ends of the stroke 30 seconds to go come on this is the last of the toughest one we're almost there keep those legs pumping finish strong with the arms two one that one clawed its way at the trap door leading to the top tier on the intensity pyramid but then just as the one minute interval rest sorry the rest kicked in the chili up in the top tier slammed it shut and said get down you haven't earned the top tier yet So as out of breath as I am, I still would have called that a proper top top tier. I can see digging at it. 10 seconds to go. I'm gonna go back down to 24 strokes a minute. Six seconds slower than you were just rowing at. Three, two, one, go. <clears throat> <sighs> uh, 
my monitor froze. So if there was a hiccup, there we go. Sorry about that. Don't know what happened there. But we're back down to 24. And what you might find is off the back of those 28s that your first 10 strokes or so on this interval you were gunning the pace a bit oh. but hopefully you'll have settled down a bit now and the last really important thing to talk about is your posture that means as you come forwards for that forward lean I want you to be sitting up on your sit bones with a powerful braced posture but not tense ready to take the stroke force through your back from your legs through your back to your arms to the flywheel and it's the same at the back of the stroke where rather than collapsing your upper or lower back have a braced core keep your hips up don't let your tailbone tuck under you and your hips roll backwards because that's where the foot tug on the straps usually comes from so keep powerful at the back it's a great thing to work on at the lower rate end of your rowing right now these are mid rakes and power if you're not used to thinking about posture might all be a bit too much three two one last minute rest yeah.
you should be glad of this rest coming up this one slides you into a graceful finish if you go at the right pace now if you want if you want to step this workout up a bit stick to 20 strokes a minute but instead of 2k plus 18 just try and get as much pace as you can out of every stroke maybe like 2k pace or something just go for it but hold it at 20 strokes a minute right we're going on that last interval in 10 seconds seven six five four three two one go <sighs> Oh, bit quick off the mark there with my second stroke. So this one, like I just said, really gives you a chance to slow it down and think about the aspects of your stroke. I mean, don't try and think about it all at once. Just take one part and think about it like am I leaning forwards are my arms straight am I up on my sit bones how's my posture braced is my head up but I'm looking straight ahead as I drive am I coming straight back out with no pause at the front before I push with my feet and as I do that am I connecting the handle to the flywheel at the same time it does help to have your hands loose and hooked over the handle rather than a death grip on it that'll help send the power through without you having to fight it by bending your arms too soon because I'm straight bend straight bend so only at the back of the stroke that I finally bend my arms fair enough you might have biceps like boulders and think that pulling early is actually helping you well just think if you were able to get all of your leg power in without fighting it then power from your backswing and then finally use those 
boulder biceps to top up the pace at the end how much faster would you be? Oh. alright almost there if you're going full power there's only 10 more strokes to go to be fair it was the same for everyone but the full power people probably need that little bit of a reminder to help them finish strong alright three strokes two last one one so like I said in the intro That really is an all-round amazing workout to kind of leave in your kit bag because it gives you that chance to work through the three different ranges of stroke rates gives you the timing options to really concentrate on what's going on with your stroke it gives you the option to work out how to match your pace to your stroke rate and it's a really good workout I mean I'm properly I am looking forward to some food and some fluid after that one. So hopefully you agree with me. That one and the perfect row on my channel. Probably the only ones you ever need to do, to be honest. Right. Two minute cool downs coming up in five, four, three, two, one, go. Right. So the cool down is pretty much just a reverse of the first two minutes of the warm-up where you'll start off around about five or six out of ten effort level hit 18 strokes a minute and then just slowly ease off the pace whether you keep at this pace for the full two minutes and then keep rowing and ease off the pace while I say goodbye to you is your choice but most important thing here is that you're doing the cool down just it's almost like running a comb through your hair as far as your muscles and your blood system is concerned and your brain to be honest where everything just gets smoothed out straightened out and you're ready for a nice night out no wait probably not I want to shower first <laughs> can you imagine the amount of times I go in I do quite a lot of sessions at night and then once I'm done the kids are sitting and I'll go, I'll go over and Give them a, go to give them a, a hello daddy's back in and they just shoo me away because I smell daddy you smell so maybe all I'm saying is shower if you're about to go out for the night <laughs> that last stroke for me Ooh. there you go so that's a good workout that's a great one to fit into your day you can slot it in anywhere to be honest I mean 
All you have to do is knock everything down by a couple of seconds or up by a couple of seconds and you drastically change how that workout feels. I mean, those 2K plus 20s, sorry, 2K plus 18s for the 20 strokes a minute, if you made them 2K plus 16 and then six seconds faster and faster, that's gonna easily go into a top tier workout. Or if you go the other way and go 2K plus 20 for the 20s, back off a little bit, then you'll probably, you'll definitely keep it in the lower mids. And if you go even slower again, if you're trying to do like, heart rate caps or some thing like that, then I can probably take it. I don't know if, with the 28s, I don't know if I'd ever properly get into a bottom tier, but I'll get down there somewhere. But anyway, so you can just play around with it for a pace point of view. Once you know what your body's capable of, then you can just do everything. Just remember, energy systems, you have to always make sure to balance the days when you go hard and the days when you, uh, when you, you then have to recover off that hard day. Okay, so that's the point of this intensity tier systems. You always kind of go bottom, mid, bottom, and then you can follow that again with either a mid or a top, but then you always follow with the bottom just to give your body a sense to, to recover. Especially, I mean, 18 year olds, pff, they can just go top tier the whole time. Ah, youth ace wasted on the young. <laughs> um, but yeah, whereas when you get up to my age, you have to think about uh, recovery as well as effort. But as long as you think about the recovery, you can carry on going. It's when you forget about recovery, that's when things get a little bit spicy. Anyway, right, we're all done. There we go then. I do hope you enjoyed this role. Please uh, make sure and leave some kind of a comment either on the podcast. You can always review the podcast if that's... I don't think anyone's properly reviewed my podcast yet. Um, or leave it on the YouTube channel. Uh, head over and say hello on the Facebook group. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of the end of my spiel, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, sorry if it's a bit dry. Someone said it was a bit dry. Someone, and not that it hurt. <laughs> this is my rant. Not that it particularly hurt because I know it's dry because there's no music or whatever. But I also get the feeling that the fact that I'm constantly talking, could you call it dry? I mean, if you're sitting there watching it over your lunch, I'd say it was dry. But if you're rowing along at the same time, it's the same thing. When I first started rowing, or, or properly rowing, and I was doing things longer than like 10 minutes, I remember just kind of going, oh God, I find this a bit boring. And someone who was good at rowing basically said to me, listen, if you're rowing a 20 minute piece and you're trying to go fast, if you're bored, you're not going fast enough. And that's kind of what my reply to that person who said that it was a bit dry was. He's gonna say, listen, I'm, like, I, I get it because there's no music and whatever and I am talking technique sometimes and the odd dead mouse Van Halen, whatever, spaghetti reference. But it's actually more about you and the machine. <laughs> like, I'm just here to keep you company. If you're finding it, you just shouldn't find rowing boring. Yeah. Uh, anyway, right, okay, I'm done. That's the end of it. So. Do uh, stay safe, be well, make sure and shower. Bye-bye. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.